The ACB Braille Forum, Volume 55, May 2017, Number 11. Read by Thomasine Berg in the recording studio of the Perkins Library. Published by the American Council of the Blind. Be a part of ACB. The American Council of the Blind, trademark, is a membership organization made up of more than 70 state and special interest affiliates. To join, contact the National Office at 1-800-424-8666. Contribute to our work. Those much-needed contributions, which are tax-deductible, can be sent to Attention, Treasurer, ACB, 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. If you wish to remember a relative or friend, the National Office has printed cards available for this purpose. Consider including a gift to ACB in your last will and testament. If your wishes are complex, call the National Office. To make a contribution to ACB by the Combined Federal Campaign, use this number, 11155. Check in with ACB. For the latest in legislative and governmental news, call the Washington Connection, 24-7 at 1-800-424-8666 or read it online. Listen to ACB reports by downloading the MP3 file from www.acb.org or call 605-475-8154 and choose option 3. Tune in to ACB Radio at www.acbradio.org or by calling 605-475-8130. Learn more about us at www.acb.org. Follow us on Twitter at at A-C-B-N-A-T-I-O-N-A-L, or like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash capital A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N capital C-O-U-N-C-I-L-O-F-T-H-E capital B-L-I-N-D Capital O F F I C I A L. Copyright 2017 American Council of the Blind. Eric Bridges, Executive Director. Sharon Lovering, Editor. 1703 North Beauregard Street, Suite 420, Alexandria, Virginia, 22311. Table of Contents. President's Message, 50 Golden Years in the Pacific, by Kim Charlson. The American Council of the Blind and the Policy of Structured Negotiations, by Eric Bridges. Itza, Restaurant of the Future, Excludes Blind Customers. Sparks of Excitement Will Light Up the Sky in Reno, by Janet Dickelman. 
A Reminder from the Constitution and Bylaws Committee by John Huffman Let the sparks fly, fanning the flames for resolutions at our July convention by Mark Reichert Let the sparks fly on the 1st of July by Katie Frederick A Few Good Officers by Ron Brooks Audio Description Project seeks input from ACB members on most current issues by Susan Glass. Join the fun, donate and win with the 2017 DKM Gift Card Fundraiser by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Plan now to attend the 2017 Midwest Leadership Conference and Young Professionals Seminar by Ray Campbell. Board Approves New Guidelines for DKM First-Timers by Ron Brooks Affiliate News Here and There, edited by Sharon Strakowski High-Tech Swap Shop Are you moving? Do you want to change your subscription? Contact Sharon Lovering in the ACB National Office, 1-800-424-8666, or via email, s-l-o-v-e-r-i-n-g at acb dot o-r-g. Give her the information and she'll make the changes for you. Keep up with the most important ACB news and announcements without any other chatter. Subscribe to the ACB Announce Listserv. Send a blank email to announce subscribe at acblists.org or visit www.acblists.org slash m-a-i-l-m-a-n slash l-i-s-t-i-n-f-o slash a-n-n-o-u-n-c-e and type your email address and name where indicated. Check out ACB Radio Mainstream to keep abreast of happenings in the blind community. All blind musicians all the time at the ACB Radio Cafe. www.acbradio.org slash C-A-F-E President's Message, 50 Golden Years in the Pacific by Kim Charlson In early March, when most people were still coping with dark days and cold weather, I had the honor to visit the Hawaii Association of the Blind and help them with the celebration of their affiliate's golden anniversary in Honolulu. The Hawaii Association of the Blind, HAB, has been the voice of the blind community in Hawaii for over 50 years. For half a century, their leadership, including Warren Toyama, the late Philo II, and current President Art Cabanilla, and so many others have all contributed to a vibrant and thriving organization doing so many wonderful things for the blindness community. I was so pleased to represent ACB, along with five other leaders, current First Vice President Jeff Tom, former First Vice President Brian Charlson, former Secretary Marlena Lieberg, past President Chris Gray, and immediate past President Mitch Pomerantz. 
We all had stories to tell about the hospitality we were shown, the generosity, warmth, love, and fellowship that we all experienced firsthand. Few organizations stay around long enough to celebrate 50 years of service, but I know that Hawaii is blessed and will continue to have a strong advocacy organization to represent the needs of all Hawaiians who are blind of any age well into the future. The relationships that HAB has fostered with teachers of the visually impaired in the state, with the Department of Education, the Department of Rehabilitation, the Library for the Blind and Handicapped, the Vending Program, and many others, are all grateful to the generosity of HAB and the ongoing support and advocacy they have all benefited from over the years. HAB's influence in the political arena is amazing as well. The former governor, several current state senators and representatives, city council members, and judges attended their banquet, and over the years have all worked together with HAB members to make things better for people who are blind in Hawaii. There are so many great and wonderful people in HAB who made all of the ACB representatives feel at home, and I appreciate all of them. Just a special shout-out to longtime ACB member Don Thompson, who never fails to make me smile. And the most wonderful woman who is the best hostess, Londa Phelan, who always has a big aloha for everyone. The beautiful weather, warm breezes, sound of the ocean, delicious food, fragrant flowers, and tasty Mai Tais were pretty enjoyable, too. Congratulations to HAB on 50 years of outstanding service to the blind community of Hawaii, and many mahalos for what you do every day to make things better for everyone who is blind in the beautiful 50th state. The American Council of the Blind and the Policy of Structured Negotiations by Eric Bridges Reprinted from The Philanthropy Journal, February 6, 2017 The American Council of the Blind, ACB, strives to increase the independence, security, equality of opportunity, and quality of life for all blind and visually impaired people. A tool that has been effectively utilized to achieve this mission has been the art of structured negotiation versus litigation. By definition, structured negotiation is a collaborative and solution-driven dispute resolution method conducted without a lawsuit on file. In short, a win-win approach to resolving issues. Note, as defined by the law office of Laney Feingold, end note. What if your life depended on critical dosage and timing of medications? What if you couldn't see well enough to read directions or tell the medications apart? One of ACB's most successful outcomes using structured negotiation was compelling major pharmaceutical companies to implement an accessible prescription labeling strategy, so individuals impacted by visual impairment could independently access and review the information on their prescription labels. The goal of this strategy was to prevent blind and visually impaired individuals from misdosing or mixing up their medications, which could have serious, if not lethal, consequences. This strategy was important for everyone with vision loss, but of particular importance to seniors who often cope with age-related eye disease such as age-related macular degeneration, AMD. 
glaucoma and diabetic retinopathy, and in some cases, cognitive issues further complicating matters. According to the Centers for Disease Control's CDC Vision Health Initiative, more than 21 million Americans experience vision loss even with corrective lenses. Of those, 3.4 million are legally blind, and 80 million have a health condition that puts them at risk of losing their vision, such as diabetes or stroke. Prevent Blindness America, which tracks vision loss and eye disease conditions, projects that the number of Americans with blindness will double by 2030 as the baby boomer generation continues to age into their senior years. The CDC reports that Americans fear blindness more than cancer. It often results in additional chronic mental and physical health conditions, such as severe depression, obesity, and increased morbidity. Among working-age adults, injury remains a major cause for younger adults, with diabetic retinopathy and glaucoma occurring more frequently among adults in their 40s and 50s, with the latter two more prevalent in communities of color and underserved populations. Among older-age adults, AMD also becomes a leading cause of blindness, with vision loss becoming more and more common as an individual moves past the age of retirement. In a 2013 report published by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, measuring the cost savings of aging in place, HUD reported 89% of older age adults would prefer to stay in their homes as they get older. Nevertheless, the percentage of increase in institutional care has risen significantly, with Medicaid seeing a 95% increase in spending from 1999 to 2007. HUD reports Medicaid covering 62% of institutional care in our country. As we continue to see the baby boomers live longer into retirement, the cost of long-term care will rise proportionately, with government carrying much of the cost. In fiscal year 2016, the Kaiser Family Foundation reported that Medicaid spending of fee-for-service long-term care exceeded $114 billion, with over $58 billion spent on home-based care and over $45 billion going to institutional care in a nursing home. Taking this into consideration, it is critical for the marketplace to understand the positive impact that can come through providing greater accessibility and universal design to products and services that support independence in the home, reducing the reliance on expensive long-term care solutions. Tools such as talking prescription labels, Accessible smart home appliances and expanded audio description services are simple ways that the marketplace can meet the demands of an aging population that is experiencing greater incidence of vision loss. Through the implementation of accessible prescription labeling via structured negotiation, the American Council of the Blind achieved a victory not only assisting the growing pool of individuals impacted by vision loss, but also in addressing the enormous costs confronting society in dealing with an aging population. A win-win solution indeed. Itza, Restaurant of the Future, excludes blind customers. New York, New York. Itza, a chain of eateries touted as the Restaurant of the Future, 
has arrived in New York City with two Manhattan locations. Yet its high-tech ordering and food pickup process has failed to include existing, readily available usability features for blind and low-vision people in violation of civil rights law. Disability Rights Advocates, DRA, a national nonprofit legal center, filed a class action federal lawsuit today with plaintiffs, the American Council of the Blind, and Michael Godino, a New York resident who is legally blind and cannot access ITSA independently, representing the class. ITSA employs no waiters or cashiers. Instead, patrons order their ITSA meals through a phone app or at one of a number of in store ordering kiosks. These kiosks consist of Apple iPad devices mounted and framed on a stand. When the food is ready, the customer's name appears on a screen along with a number. The number directs the customer to a cubby where they can retrieve their food. The entire process is silent. While tablets can easily provide assistive technology that make text accessible to blind and low-vision users with a few taps, these kiosks do not. Strikingly, the audio jacks and home buttons required for accessible options are covered by a frame and no tactile features exist on the kiosks. Moreover, Itza's phone app is also incompatible with screen reader technology, and the food pickup process has no audible or tactile cues. While Itza's kiosks contain an option to request assistance from an employee, this feature, like every other feature on the kiosk, is inaccessible to blind customers. Itza is a growing national chain that has received national attention for revolutionizing automated, self-service technology in the food industry. It was recently founded by San Francisco branding executives Scott Drummond and Tim Young and funded by David Friedberg, a former Google and Monsanto executive who sold his farming insurance startup for $1 billion in 2013. Sophisticated business titans should be well-versed in laws related to accessibility prior to launching new business ventures, stated Michelle Cayola, director of litigation at DRA's New York office. The Americans with Disabilities Act's purpose is to ensure equal and independent access for all, including those who are blind, and it has been the law of the land for decades. Plaintiff Michael Godino, a New Yorker who is legally blind, was recently unable to access ITSA without cited assistance. It's frustrating because the technology to make the app and iPads accessible already exists, he explained. ITSA just did not care enough to include this technology in their design. Kim Charlson, president of the American Council of the Blind, said, Technology has had a major positive impact on improving the inclusion of blind people. ITSA's concept is all about the power of technology, but the company did not think to take the added steps to make it accessible for its blind customers. The federal lawsuit, filed in the Southern District of New York, seeks an injunction against ITSA's further discrimination of persons with disabilities and a comprehensive plan to provide blind patrons independent access to ITSA restaurants. A copy of the complaint is available at dralegal.org slash press slash 
E-A-T-S-A dash R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T dash F-U-T-U-R-E dash E-X-C-L-U-D-E-S dash B-L-I-N-D dash C-U-S-T-O-M-E-R-S slash Sparks of Excitement Will Light Up the Sky in Reno by Janet Dickelman Excitement is building for the 2017 Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind. Sparks' motto is, It's Happening Here, and that will certainly be the case when ACB visits in July. Summers in Sparks are beautiful with very low humidity. Daytime temperatures could be in the 90s. It cools down to the 50s at night. In this article, you will find a listing of convention activities by day, information about ordering dog food, and how to arrange for airport assistance upon your arrival in Reno. To save space, affiliates and committees will only be mentioned on their first scheduled day of programming. Most affiliates and committees will hold several days of programming. I apologize to any affiliate or committee whose information may not be included in this list. Sessions are still in the planning stages for some affiliates and committees. All affiliate and committee information will be shown in the conference and convention program. Friday, June 30. ACB Tours. Convention Registration. Registration opens at 8 a.m. for pre-registration pickup only. After 11 a.m., registration will open for those of you who have not yet registered. Note. Registration will follow the same schedule on Saturday and Sunday. ACB Pre-Convention Board Meeting begins at 9 a.m. Leadership Training Dinner for Student Scholarship Winners Students' Welcome Party Welcome to Nevada Party ACB Lions Millie's Place Pin Swap Saturday, July 1 let the Sparks Fly at the ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. ACB Tours. Exhibit Hall open from 1 to 5 p.m. Tech User Groups and Product Spotlights. Tech sessions will continue through Wednesday. Programming for students, blind vendors, information technology specialists, citizens with low vision and diabetics. Sports Fanatics Luncheon Scholarship Winners Luncheon Keys to the Convention Seminar Catholic Mass and Interdenominational Service Mixers Held by Government Employees, ACBGE Friends in Art, FIA Blind LGBT Pride, BPI and CCLVI ACB Opening Keynote General Session at 7 p.m. Sunday, July 2. Teacher's Breakfast. General Session runs from 8.30 a.m. till noon. Exhibit Hall open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Special Meetings and Activities for Attorneys, Blind Pride, Guide Dog Users, Library Users, Women's Concerns, Rehab Task Force, and Multicultural Concerns Lunch and Program. Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss Luncheon and Program. ACB Tours. 
ACB Recreation Zone. Healthy and fun options also on Wednesday. Evening activities include CCLVI Game Night, RSVA Karaoke, Mixers for SASI, Sight and Sound Impaired Committee, and BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists, and Prose and Poetry Reading. Monday, July 3. General Session, 8.30 a.m. to noon. Exhibit Hall open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Special Meetings and Activities for Braille Users and Supporters of Braille. International Relations Committee Luncheon, featuring voices from around the world. ACB Tours. Monday evening, join ACB for the Sparks of Enthusiasm Auction. Tuesday, July 4. General Session, 8.30 a.m. to noon. Exhibit Hall open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mixers for AAVL and MCAC. ACB Diabetics in Action Luncheon and Business Meeting. Visually Impaired Veterans of America Luncheon. Independent Visually Impaired Entrepreneurs Luncheon and Small Business Expo. ACB Tours. Evening Activities, ACB Families Bingo and Friends in Art Showcase of the Performing Arts. Wednesday, July 5. General Session, 8.30 a.m. to noon. Exhibit Hall open from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. ACB Tours. ACB Membership Seminar and Board of Publications Workshops. ACB Radio Amateurs Meeting. Affiliate Presidents Meeting. DKM First Timers Reception. ACB Movie Night. Students Comedy Night. Thursday, July 6, ACB All-Day Business Session, ACB Banquet. Friday, July 7, Final ACB Tours. Ordering Dog Food. Scoop Masters will be maintaining our dog relief areas at the Hyatt. Again this year, they are offering you the opportunity to order dog food delivered to your hotel room. To order your dog's food, visit... P-R-E-M-I-U-M-P-E-T-F-O-O-D dot com slash A-C-B slash or call Tim at 1-800-787-7667. The deadline for ordering food is June 20th. Assistance at the airport. We all know how hectic it can be at the airport. If you would like assistance at the airport to assist airline personnel and Marjorie Beeman and her cadre of airport volunteers, please send Marjorie an email with airline information in the subject line at OLEO50 at HOTMAIL.com or call her at 512-921-1625. Please be sure to include all the following information in your message to Marjorie. Your name. The name of the airline you will be arriving on. Your departure city. Arrival flight number. Arrival date and time. Departure airline. Departure date and time. Your cell phone number.
staying connected. Once again this year, the convention announce list will be filled with information about the convention. Subscribe to the list today by sending a blank email to acbconvention subscribe at acblists.org. If you've been on the list in the past, you need not subscribe again. Don't have email? No problem. Convention updates will also be featured on ACB Radio and by telephone through Audio Now at 605-475-8130. Hotel details. All rooms at the Nugget have refrigerators and safes. Room rates at the Nugget Casino Resort are $89, single or double occupancy, with an additional $10 per person for up to four people per room. Room tax is currently 13.5%. There is also a $2 per day tourism tax added to each room. When you book your reservation, one night's stay will be charged to your credit card. Included in the room rate is the hotel resort fee, which covers round-trip shuttle transportation to and from Reno-Tahoe International Airport, complimentary wireless internet in guest rooms, daily complimentary bottled water, two bottles per room per day, unlimited use of the year-round atrium pool, unlimited use of the fitness center, full-service concierge, valet and self-parking in the secure, covered parking structure. To make reservations via telephone, call 1-800-648-1177 and ask for group code GACB17. You may also make reservations online by visiting www.acb.org and following the 2017 conference and convention link. Convention Contacts 2017 Exhibit Information Michael Smitherman, 601-331-7740 AMDUO at B-E-L-L-S-O-U-T-H dot N-E-T 2017 Advertising and Sponsorships Marjorie Beeman, 512-921-1625 O-L-E-O-5-0 at H-O-T-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M for any other convention-related questions, contact Janet Dickelman, Convention Chair, at 651-428-5059 or via email janet dot d-i-c-k-e-l-m-a-n at g-m-a-i-l dot com. A reminder from the Constitution and Bylines Committee. This note is to remind ACB leaders and members of the procedures for proposing amendments to the organization's constitution and bylaws. Proposed amendments must be presented in writing to the Constitution and Bylaws Committee before the end of the first day following the day of the roll call session of the conference and convention. 
In 2017, this deadline is close of day, 2400 hours, Pacific Time, Sunday, July 2. Amendments received after that time will not be considered. Amendments, whenever possible, shall be submitted electronically in ASCII text format. Proposed amendments may be sent to me at j73.huffman at comcast dot net. Questions concerning this message may be sent to the same email address or via telephone at 317-228-0496. Additional information about the amendment process or procedures of the Constitution and Bylaws Committee can be found in Article 11 of ACB's Constitution and in Bylaw 6, Section D. The current Constitution and Bylaws can be read by visiting the About Us section at www.acb.org. We encourage anyone interested in proposing amendments to review the current Constitution and Bylaws before doing so. John Huffman Let the Sparks Fly Fanning the Flames for Resolutions at Our July Convention by Mark Reichert as always, it is such a privilege to continue to serve as your resolutions committee chair. Thank you. We are so very fortunate to be part of an organization that actively encourages each of us as members to exercise leadership in formulating our organization's positions on critical issues and thereby to nurture the democratic spirit that is what ACB is all about. I am, of course, talking about ACB's resolutions process, undertaken at each year's conference and convention. In preparation for that important work this summer, here are a few things to know and some tips on getting involved in the process even before July. The Resolutions Committee will be meeting in person during our July convention for five consecutive nights, Saturday, July 1 through Wednesday, July 5. Please consult the convention program for the meeting location and each night's start time. To have your resolution considered by the committee, I must receive it from you no later than 9 p.m. Sunday, July 2, but I strongly encourage you to submit it to me well in advance of that deadline. Any ACB member is welcome to submit a draft resolution to me at any time up to and including during the July conference and convention, so long as I receive your submission no later than 9 p.m. Sunday, July 2. Drafts that are not received in a timely manner will only be considered at the committee's discretion. In the event that a special interest affiliate or similar group needs to formally approve the text of a resolution prior to its submission, and assuming that the affiliate or group must meet after the Sunday, July 2, 9 p.m. deadline, the Resolutions Committee will certainly entertain such resolutions. However, we will consider them if, and only if, the affiliate's or group's leadership lets me know before the deadline that the affiliate or group may be submitting a resolution. We ask this of you because it is critical that the committee be able to manage its workflow throughout Convention Week. Resolutions that are submitted outside of these parameters will only be considered at the committee's discretion. Now, I've said this to you before, but I hope this not only sinks in but also makes you smile just a bit.
A draft resolution will only be regarded as having been received if I myself have received it. Rumors of drafts, drafts merely existing in someone's imagination, drafts that are only titles of resolutions, drafts that are merely a couple of words scribbled on a casino napkin, drafts written in Russian and smuggled out of Moscow or even out of the White House, or anything in any form whatsoever that is transmitted to another person other than to yours truly or that isn't obviously something resembling a resolution will not be considered received. While you need not worry whether your resolution is in proper, formal, resolution form per se when you submit it to me, the thing you submit to me must clearly be a communication that says that you want the communication to be considered as a resolution by the Resolutions Committee, and it must be written so that it plainly declares what you believe ACB should say or do. You may submit your draft resolution to me via email at capital M, capital R, I-C-H-E-R-T, at A-F-B dot N-E-T, so long as you make it clear in the subject line and or the body of your message that you are submitting a draft resolution for consideration by the committee. I will also accept brailed copies of draft resolutions that you may hand to me during the convention as well as commonly used word-processed electronic files shared with me directly on some sort of ordinarily available digital medium. Please do not ask another person, even someone whom you believe to be on the resolutions committee, to turn in your resolution for you. Between my email address, my general availability during this summer's convention, and the regular hours during which the committee will be meeting— you should have plenty of opportunity to convey your draft. If none of these means for communicating your draft resolution meet your needs, I'm sure the ACB National Office would love to hear from you and help you out. If you have any questions about the preparation of your draft resolution or about the resolution's process, please do not hesitate to email me or to call me on my mobile phone, 571-438-7895 including during Convention Week this July. My hope is that by the time you read this article, your Resolutions Committee will have already met at least once by phone to get organized for this summer's work and to begin discussing resolutions. I look forward to working with all of you. Light up your ideas and let the sparks fly. Let the Sparks Fly on the 1st of July by Katie Frederick Would you like to participate in one of the hottest social fundraising events at the ACB Conference and Convention, stay cool doing so, and help a state or special interest affiliate? Well, let the sparks fly on the 1st of July and take part in the 2017 ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Affiliates can create teams and designate up to 50% of the funds raised to go back to their affiliate. Talk about a sparkling fundraising opportunity. For assistance with creating teams, contact the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. If you aren't able to attend the 2017 ACB National Conference and Convention, no worries. Virtual walkers can register and seek donations, too. 
The 2017 Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk website is live and ready to register your team at acb.donorpages.com slash 2017ACBWALK. A message with a link to the Walk website has already been posted on many ACB email lists. Don't delay. Register and create your team today. The registration fee is only $25. You can register online by calling the Minneapolis office, completing a paper copy of the registration form available on the Walk site or by contacting the Minneapolis office, or by contacting Donna Brown at 304-940-0292 or by email d-o-n-n-a-m-b-r-o-w-n-5-9 at g-m-a-i-l dot com. Don't stop participating after you register. The fun is just beginning. Start seeking donations to raise funds for both ACB and the affiliate of your choice. Great prizes will be awarded to the top fundraising teams. On-site walk details. Date, Saturday, July 1. Time, 7 a.m. Location, second floor of the Convention Hotel. All on-site participants will receive a rally towel. Prizes will once again be awarded to fastest male and female walkers. Please help us get those sparks flying to reach our goal of raising $65,000 for ACB and its affiliates. A Few Good Officers by Ron Brooks One of the most important responsibilities we have as members of the American Council of the Blind is that of electing our leaders. At the 2017 Conference and Convention in Sparks, Nevada, ACB will hold elections for the following officers. President, First Vice President, Second Vice President, Secretary, and Treasurer. This article describes two avenues which the ACB Board of Publications has created to help you get to know your future ACB leadership team. The Candidates Page The Candidates Page informs the ACB electorate about each candidate and his or her points of view on issues of importance to the organization by answering questions crafted by the Board of Publications. Individuals seeking office are not required to post information on the candidate's page. However, candidates who choose to do so may be interviewed on ACB Radio in June. More importantly, participating on the candidate's page contributes to the quality and quantity of information ACB members and affiliates can use when making voting decisions at the convention. Individuals seeking office who choose to post on the candidate's page will be asked to answer the following questions using 300 words or less. 1. Introduce yourself and list the office for which you are planning to run. Explain why you wish to serve as an officer of the ACB. 2. Summarize any experience, knowledge, skills, and or abilities you have which qualify you to serve in the office for which you are seeking election. 3. What do you consider to be your strongest contribution to ACB at either the national, state, special interest affiliate, or local chapter level, and why? 4. 
What do you consider to be the most important challenge facing ACB? How will you work to address it? Candidates for office are invited to provide contact email addresses and links to websites or social media where ACB members can obtain more information about the candidate and or engage in a dialogue with the candidate about these or other issues. Website links and email addresses will not be live and will not count toward the 300-word limits described herein. Please note, the BOP will not edit for spelling, punctuation, grammar, or any other conventions of language. The BOP will cut off any response at 300 words. Instructions for Candidates Page Submissions 1. Any individual wishing to post information to the candidate's page must be a member in good standing. Entries from individuals who are not in good standing will not be posted. 2. Submissions may be made in typed print, braille, or electronic format. No handwritten submissions. Acceptable electronic formats include Microsoft Word, ASCII text file, or email. 3. Print, braille, or electronic submissions on thumb drives may be mailed to... American Council of the Blind Attention Candidates Page, 1703 North Beauregard Street, Suite 420, Alexandria, Virginia, 22311. 4. Email submissions may be sent to slovering at acb.org. Include the words Candidates page in the subject line. 5. Without exception, the deadline for candidates page submissions is 4 p.m. Eastern, Thursday, June 1, 2017. ACB Candidates Forum The BOP's second tool for connecting candidates with voters is the ACB Candidates Forum. The Candidates Forum is a live, unscripted meeting where candidates are invited to introduce themselves and to answer questions from a BOP moderator and from the audience, including those tuning in via ACB radio. This year's Candidates Forum will take place at 5.45 p.m. Pacific Time on Tuesday, July 4, at the ACB Conference and Convention. ACB members who wish to submit questions may do so by dropping them off at the Communication Center or emailing them to slovering at acb.org by June 26th. Audio Description Project seeks input from ACB members on most current issues. As you plan your schedule for this summer's ACB conference and convention, we hope you'll reserve some of Tuesday afternoon, July 4, to attend four panel presentations sponsored by the Audio Description Project that are specifically tailored to the needs of ACB members. We're focusing on two themes, Audio Description Technology Access and Audio Description Advocacy. We are dedicating one panel presentation to set-top box accessibility, and we are inviting representatives from the major cable companies to share their solutions for set-top box access.
Time Warner, Bright House, and Charter Technologies each have separate access solutions. Our second tech panel will focus on streaming services such as iTunes, Amazon, DirecTV, and Sling TV, and Netflix. We'll hear from company representatives and ACB members who use these services. After all the technology discussions, we'll switch gears and address ways we can all advocate for better and more audio description. We'll hear from members of the ADP's subcommittees who are advocating for description in national parks, performing arts venues, legislation, education, the FCC, and more. We'll also share information about the Audio Description Mentoring Initiative. Finally, we want to brainstorm with you about ways of growing audio description presence in our local communities and state affiliates. Our afternoon sessions will run from 2.45 to 4 and 4.15 to 5.30. Please come and participate in as many as you like. Susan Glass Join the fun. Donate and win with the 2017 DKM gift card fundraiser. Become a 2017 DKM partner by making a donation to assist with the underwriting of the DKM first-timers program while gaining the opportunity to win one or more gift cards that you can use nationwide. This ticketless fundraiser allows your name and contact information to serve as your ticket. You don't have to be present to win. Winners not in attendance will be notified following the DKM first-timers reception. Gift cards or gift certificates that you can take home with you in July include ACB Mini Mall gift certificates, Amazon, Dunkin' Donuts, MasterCard, Visa, and other restaurants and department stores. A donation of $5 gets you one entry in the drawing. For each $10 donation, you receive a bonus entry. For example, $10, three entries, $20, six entries, $30, nine entries. The drawing for all prizes will be held Wednesday evening, July 5th, at the DKM First Timers Reception, which includes a 1950s theme and recognition of the best-dressed 50s style. Come out and enjoy the sounds of the 1950s. You don't want to miss it. Meet DKM committee members in the ACB Marketplace Saturday evening prior to the opening session and Tuesday prior to the general session, during the break, and every day in the convention hall. Donations of $100 and above get special recognition as elite DKM partners during the reception. Kenneth Semyon Plan now to attend the 2017 Midwest Leadership Conference and Young Professionals Seminar by Ray Campbell. As you read this, it's less than three months before ACB leaders, current affiliate leaders, future leaders, and young professionals gather in Omaha, Nebraska for the 2017 Midwest Leadership Conference and Young Professionals Seminar. Whether you've been in ACB for a while and want to advance in leadership in your affiliate and or ACB, a young person starting out in your professional life and want to obtain leadership skills, as well as learn tips to achieve a good work-life balance, or you fit anywhere in between, this conference has something for you. The conference will be held August 4-6, 2017 at the Regency Lodge Hotel in Omaha, Nebraska. 
Room rates are $81 per night plus tax. To reserve a room, call 1-800-617-8310. Reservations must be confirmed by July 19 to be guaranteed the group discount. There will be limited financial assistance available for individuals wishing to attend the conference and seminar. The Conference Plenary Committee and Young Professionals Committee are hard at work putting the finishing touches on what will be a spectacular program. Topics to be covered include working across generations, having fun while fundraising, what future affiliate conventions may look like, networking in today's world, and life with a guide dog. As of this writing, we don't have our keynote speaker confirmed yet, but it promises to be someone very high-profile with a strong message to share about leading people and motivation. There will be plenty of time for sharing and socializing, as well as activities to get everyone interacting with each other. So come join us August 4-6 to in Omaha. If you have any questions, please contact Jim Yerock at... J-J-I-R-A-K at I-N-E-B-R-A-S-K-A dot com or Katie Frederick, A-C-B-O dot D-I-R-E-C-T-O-R at G-M-A-I-L dot com. Board Approves New Guidelines for DKM First Timers by Ron Brooks. Each year, just prior to the ACB President's Meeting and Legislative Seminar, the Board of Directors holds a face-to-face meeting. This year, the meeting was held in Alexandria, Virginia, on Saturday, February 25. This article summarizes the significant amount of work which the Board, the ACB staff and committees are doing to advance ACB's mission and all its goals. After introductions and the approval of minutes from board budget conference calls held in November, President Kim Charlson presented her report, which included two significant items. First, the board discussed and approved new guidelines for the Durward K. McDaniel, DKM, first-timers awards, which are presented to two first-time convention attendees each year. The revised guidelines are available on the ACB website or by calling the ACB National Office. Second, Charlson introduced ACB's chief accountant, Nancy Becker, who walked the board through findings of a detailed self-assessment, which was conducted in conjunction with the board's ongoing work to develop a new five-year strategic plan. Becker then presented a draft policy which the board will utilize to conduct ongoing assessments of the organization's performance. This policy was adopted and is available online or by contacting the ACB National Office. The board then turned its attention to a report from ACB's executive director, Eric Bridges. Bridges' report included the following highlights. ACB is transitioning to Office 365 and implementing a file-sharing system called SharePoint. The primary goal of these changes is to improve efficiency and facilitate sharing of information by ACB staff, committees, and affiliates across the country. ACB and its website partner, Louisville Web Group, LWG, are working on a redesign of the ACB website. 
When finished, the site will be more responsive to all sorts of technologies, including mobile devices, be easier to navigate, less cluttered, and more visually appealing. Work is expected to be completed during the spring. ACB is continuing to partner with a wide range of organizations and major companies, including Starbucks, Uber, Google, and Microsoft, to improve accessibility for its members and other blind and visually impaired people throughout the country and beyond. The board then heard presentations from Director of Development Tom Tobin and ACB's grant writer Joe Lynn Bailey-Page. Tobin and Bailey Page discussed ACB's ongoing fund development efforts, which include annual giving societies, estate development, and grant writing, each of which are growing in importance. Bailey Page also mentioned a recent article in Philanthropy Magazine featuring ACB's work in the area of structured negotiations, as well as a new effort which the ACB Board of Publications is making to measure and report on the reach and effectiveness of ACB's print, braille, recorded, and online publications. Tony Stevens, ACB's Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs, spoke next. He stated that because of our ongoing advocacy efforts on the Workforce Investment Opportunities Act, ACB is recognized as a leader in the areas of employment and rehabilitation. Stevens reported that ACB is also working actively on the enforcement of the 21st Century Communications and Video Accessibility Act, and we are actively working with the U.S. Department of Transportation on a wide range of issues including airline accessibility and autonomous vehicles. He stated that, with the new Congress in place, our focus will be on short-term, low-hanging fruit. From legislation, the board turned its attention to a report from Larry Turnbull, managing director of ACB Radio. Turnbull shared that the ACB radio team is working with Microsoft on a mini-series of six broadcasts on a variety of Microsoft-related topics. The Microsoft series will be aired on Main Menu. He described other enhancements being implemented at ACB Radio, including better tools which broadcasters can use to manage their own broadcasts, transferring of ACB treasure trove archives to the ACB website, and most significantly, the development of a new app for ACB Radio, which will run on the Android platform. Larry told everyone that a number of ACB state and special interest affiliates will be streaming their conventions on ACB Radio. Watch www.acbradio.org or ACB Link for more information on these and other broadcast items. After an executive session which dealt with legal and advocacy issues wherein no actions were taken, the board heard a presentation from Nancy Becker regarding activities in the Minneapolis office. Nancy reported that several larger and smaller affiliates are now using the online membership management tool. She added that the transition to a new financial system with more functionality is also going well. Following Nancy's update, the board received two reports dealing with the organization's finances. ACB Treasurer Carla Rushevel reported that ACB took in slightly more revenue than it spent during 2016. 
She also described several opportunities for ACB state and special interest affiliates to partner with ACB through the sales of products available in the ACB mini-mall. Resource Development Committee co-chair Dan Dillon then went over the fundraising programs under the RDC, including the 2017 ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk, Saturday, July 1, and the ACB Auction, Monday, July 3. As the meeting moved into the home stretch, Convention Coordinator Janet Dickelman provided a brief Convention Committee report. Janet shared the 2017 ACB Conference and Convention theme, which is ACB Spark Success. She also stated that this year's international guest will be Dr. Aubrey Webson, United Nations Ambassador to Antigua and Barbuda. The NLS narrator will be Madeline Bazard. And the banquet keynote speaker will be Jean Wick, part of the audio description team for the 2016 Summer Olympic Games. Prior to the adjournment of the meeting, the board heard from Eric Bridges and from a number of committees, including the Membership Committee and each of the committees working under the current ACB Strategic Plan. Once the new Strategic Plan is finalized and put into place later this spring, the current Strategic Plan committees will be phased out and their structure will be aligned with the new plan. Bridges reported that all the new committees are working hard and the plan is nearing completion. Affiliate News Teachers' features will spark your interest at the 2017 convention. Convention week may have been shortened, but the American Association of Blind Teachers, AABT, is not short on informative and fun activities for you to attend this year. If you read on, I am sure that you will find something that will spark your interest at this year's convention in Sparks, Nevada. We kick off Convention Week with our annual AABT Breakfast and Program on Sunday, July 2, from 7 to 8.15 a.m. After a delicious breakfast and fellowship with colleagues and friends, Steve Dresser, CEO of Genco Productions, will give us a presentation titled Customer Support, Another Kind of Classroom. Based on Steve's experiences in his data processing career, this will be a brief discussion of what constitutes effective customer support and some techniques that he has used to make it work. Monday, July 3, will also be a very busy day for AABT, with three events in a row. The title of our 115 workshop will be Teaching Then and Now, How Has Teaching Changed Since the Beginning of Your Teaching Career? Our program presenters will be AABT President Kate Crowen and board member Donna Brown, who are both experienced teachers. Issues that will be addressed include changes regarding problem-solving to access reports, record-keeping, material for online classes, communication among colleagues in public and private schools, and changes in technology that affect our teaching. Our business meeting will take place at 2.45. Come and share your ideas and help make important decisions for AABT. Finally, we end our day on a light note at 4.15 when we join Friends in Art for a Round and Harmony Sing. Tune up your voices and prepare to sing familiar songs and learn new ones.
As you can see, AABT has some great activities planned for you at this year's convention. We hope to see you there. Spend Independence Day with the Independent Visually Impaired Entrepreneurs. The 4th of July is the day that we Americans annually set aside to celebrate the independence of our great nation. A very fitting way to celebrate Independence Day would be to spend part of your day with the independent, visually impaired entrepreneurs, because Ivy has some exciting activities planned for the 4th of July at this year's convention. Ivy's annual luncheon, program, and business meeting will take place on Tuesday, July 4th from 12.15 to 2.30 p.m. After enjoying a sumptuous meal and some time for fellowship, we will have a presentation titled Let's Change the Numbers by Gabe Vega, CEO of Comtech USA, a company that provides remote technology consulting, training, and support services to consumers with a specialty in assistive technology for people who are disabled. Using the latest in video, VOIP, and telephone technologies, Comtech USA can provide these services to those who may use the services based on need or convenience from the comfort of their homes. Gabe is excited to share with us some recent developments, including expanding operations to employ people who are disabled and an interest in searching out strategic partners in the Tucson area. Immediately following this presentation will be the annual business meeting, including the election of officers and an opportunity to make important decisions for our organization. The Ivy Business Expo will take place after the business meeting from 2.45 to 5.30 p.m. Here, blind and visually impaired business owners will showcase their products and services and answer your questions. Of course, browsing is free and no ticket will be necessary to be admitted. However, if you would like to have a booth at the Ivy Business Expo, you must reserve it in advance. The cost will be $10 for Ivy members and $25 for non-members, with the option of applying $15 of this cost toward annual Ivy dues. By the way, Ivy's calendar year runs from July 1st to June 30, so this would be an excellent time to pay your dues. Annual dues for Ivy are only $15. You can reserve your expo booth and or pay your annual dues online by visiting Ivy's online at ivie-acb.org. Or you can make a check payable to Ivy and send it to our president, Artis Bazin, 2121 Scott Road, Apartment 105, Burbank, California, 91504. Please designate whether your check is for annual dues, an expo booth, or both. If you are submitting your dues, be sure to fill out and include the Ivy membership form, which can be found on our website. You can also learn more about Ivy by browsing our website. In addition to our Independence Day activities, don't forget about the annual RSVA slash Ivy Mixer. This year, it will take place Saturday evening, July 1st, immediately following the opening general session. Attending this mixer would be an excellent way to wind down after a long evening in the convention hall, have refreshments and fellowship with friends, and get convention week off to a great start. We hope that you will attend Ivy's activities this year.
A lot of hard work and planning has gone into our program, and we promise that you will not be disappointed. If you have any questions about the Ivy Expo or this year's program offerings, contact Carla Hayes at 724-941-8184 or email her at l-e-n-g-u-a-l at v-e-r-i-z-o-n dot n-e-t. ACB of Ohio offers scholarships. ACB Ohio offers six scholarships to an Ohio resident or someone attending an Ohio college or university. All information can be found on www.acbohio.org. The deadline is August 1, so start getting your materials together. Here and There, edited by Sharon Strakowski. The announcement of products and services in this column does not represent an endorsement by the American Council of the Blind, its officers, or staff. Listings are free of charge for the benefit of our readers. The ACB Braille Forum cannot be held responsible for the reliability of products and services mentioned. To submit items for this column, send a message to s-l-o-v-e-r-i-n-g at acb.org or phone the National Office at 1-800-424-8666 and leave a message in Sharon Lovering's mailbox. Information must be received at least two months ahead of publication date. Accessing DirecTV's Talking Guide and more. DirecTV now has a talking guide. For more information about it, you can find the Talking Guide FAQ at suppor slash e-q-u-i-p-m-e-n-t slash t-a-l-k-i-n-g dash g-u-i-d-e dash f-a-q. Need help setting up the audio description feature? Visit suppor dot dot com slash dtv dash programming slash how dash do dash i dash enable dash my dash V-I-D-E-O-D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T-I-O-N Now available from National Braille Press. Newly available from National Braille Press is Last Stop on Market Street by Matt De La Pena. It's available in Contracted Braille, UEB, for ages 3 to 8. It features CJ and his grandma going for a ride on a city bus. Grandma helps CJ see the beauty and fun in their routine and the world around them. And who can forget the jokes about the interrupting cow and the interrupting chicken? NBP now has Interrupting Chicken by David Ezra Stein, available in Contracted Braille, UEB, for ages 1 to 6. It's time for the little red chicken's bedtime story and a reminder from Papa to try not to interrupt. But the chicken can't help herself. 
Will she ever stop interrupting? Learn more at www.nbp.org slash IC slash NBP slash capital letters BC numerals 1612 dash capital letters INTERRUPT dot HTML. Also available is Dr. DeSoto by William Steig in contracted Braille, UEB, for ages 4 to 8. Dr. DeSoto is a dentist who also happens to be a mouse. He treats animals large and small as long as they aren't the kinds of animals that like to eat mice. But one day a fox shows up and begs for relief from the tooth that's killing him. Will the DeSotos turn him away, treat him, or what? Find out in this book. Newly published is The Abundant Bookshelf, Reading Books on an iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch by Judith Dixon. It's available in Braille, one volume, BRF, Word, Text, or DAISY. Dixon explores nine reading apps in depth, focusing on the type of user experience, human voice narrators, synthesized voice narrators, or reading refreshable Braille. She also offers a quick glimpse of 14 other apps for reading books on an iDevice. For more information on any book, contact NBP, 88 St. Stephen Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02115-4302, or call toll-free 800-548-7323, or check online www.nbp.org slash IC slash NBP slash P-U-B-L-I-C-A-T-I-O-N-S slash I-N-D-E-X dot H-T-M-L. Touch of Genius Prize The winner of the 2017 Louis Braille Touch of Genius Prize for Innovation is John Huddleston for his submission of the Braille Early Learning and Literacy Arcade, Bella. The educational software uses a gaming platform which includes audio, visual, and tactile feedback to teach pre-Braille skills, Braille reading, and Braille writing. Honorable mention goes to Mandy Lau's Reach and Match Learning Kit and Inclusive Learning Program. This kit and its accompanying curriculum are designed for children with vision impairment, as well as those with multiple needs to develop Braille literacy, communication and social skills through tactile-based strategies and play-based activities. Prescription Access Expands in Texas HEB recently announced that it now provides ScriptTalk talking prescription labels for prescription medications through nine of its Austin and San Antonio area retail pharmacies. The ScriptTalk labels are free to HEB pharmacy customers who are blind or visually impaired. HEB will arrange for customers to obtain a free ScriptTalk reader from Envision America. This expansion is the result of collaboration between HEB, American Council of the Blind of Texas, and Disability Rights Texas, DRTX. 
AHEB will continue to work with Disability Rights Texas and American Council of the Blind of Texas on expanding this service. New BANA Publication The Braille Authority of North America, BANA, recently published Braille Formats, Principles of Print-to-Braille Transcription, 2016. It is now available as printable PDF files and 40-cell BRF files. Both formats may be downloaded from www.brailleauthority.org slash f-o-r-m-a-t-s slash f-o-r-m-a-t-s 2016.html. This revision aligns BANA's Braille formatting guidelines with Unified English Braille, UEB. Hard copy print and Braille will be available from the American Printing House for the Blind in the near future. A Guide Dog Story Looking at the Unseen, My Guide Dog Journey is the story of ACB member Olivia Ostergaard's 10-year struggle to get a guide dog. Not just any dog but the one God has for her. As a legally blind wife and mother, Olivia goes from a novice to a competent guide dog handler. After three difficult attempts, the wait was worth it. What types of obstacles does she encounter? Can she conquer her doubts, fears, and criticism from others? Come along with her on this incredible journey and find out. The book is available in ebook and print. From Zulon Press, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Lifeway Christian Store, Google Books, and Apple iBooks. My Disability Matters There's a new social networking platform out there. It's online at m-y-d-i-s-a-b-i-l-i-t-y-m-a-t-t-e-r-s dot c-l-u-b slash it includes news and information, blogs, forums, groups, and there are experts available to answer your questions. The site is open to those with disabilities, family members, caregivers, and those who work in the field of disability. Visit the site to sign up. Quest to Cure Blindness one of the world's top experts in retinal diseases, who is developing an artificial retina and other regenerative therapies to treat blindness and vision impairments, was recently named as the chair of the Department of Ophthalmology at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine, director of the UPMC Eye Center, and the Eye and Ear Foundation Chair of Ophthalmology, Jose Alain Sahel. M.D., founder and director of the Vision Institute in Paris and currently a professor at the Sorbonne's medical school, Université Pierre et Marie Curie, has joined UPMC and Pitt's faculty. Dr. Sahel is known worldwide for his expertise in vision restoration techniques. He has developed several interventions, including stem cell implantation, gene therapy, innovative pharmacologic approaches, and the artificial retina, for retinitis pigmentosa, age-related macular degeneration, vascular eye disease, and other vision impairments that currently are untreatable.
Over the past decade, he has led pioneering efforts in optogenetic vision restoration, a technique in which cells in the retina are genetically modified to express light-sensitive proteins. This therapeutic technique has the potential to help patients who are blind or visually impaired as a result of a genetic defect. He also brings a strong neuroscience perspective to ophthalmology research, such as exploring the application of brain-computer interface technology, for which Pitt and UPMC are well known. High-Tech Swap Shop Wanted, Opticon in good condition. Willing to negotiate price. Contact Teresa Petri via email. T-H-E-R-E-S-A M. P-E-T-R-E-Y at A-O-L dot com or via phone 501-246-1974. ACB Officers President Kim Charlson, Second Term, 2017, 57 Grandview Avenue, Watertown, Massachusetts, 02472. First Vice President, Jeff Tom, Second Term, 2017, 7414 Mooncrest Way, Sacramento, California, 95831-4046. Second Vice President, John McCann, First Term, 2017, 8761 East Placita Boulevard, Tucson, Arizona, 85715-5650 Secretary Ray Campbell, second term 2017 460 Rain Tree Court, number 3K Glen Ellen, Illinois, 60137 Treasurer Carla Rushevel, third term 2017 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky 40206 Immediate Past President Mitch Pomerantz 1115 Cordova Street number 402 Pasadena California 91106 ACB Board of Directors Jeff Bishop Tucson Arizona First Term 2020 Denise Colley Lacey Washington First Term, 2020 Sarah Conrad, Madison, Wisconsin Final Term, 2020 Dan Dillon, Hermitage, Tennessee First Term, 2020 Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio First Term, 2018 George Holliday, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania Final Term, 2018 Alan Peterson, Horace, North Dakota Final Term, 2018 Patrick Sheehan, Silver Spring, Maryland First Term, 2018 Dan Spoon, Orlando, Florida Final Term, 2020 David Trott, Talladega, Alabama First Term, 2018 Ex-Officio, Ron Brooks, Phoenix, Arizona ACB Board of Publications Ron Brooks, Chairman, Phoenix, Arizona, First Term, 2017 Paul Edwards, Miami, Florida, First Term, 2018 
Susan Glass, Saratoga, California. First term, 2017. Debbie Lewis, Seattle, Washington. First term, 2018. Doug Powell, Falls Church, Virginia. Second term, 2018. Ex-officios, Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio. Bob Hache, Waltham, Massachusetts. Burl Colley, Lacey, Washington. Carla Rushevel, Louisville, Kentucky. Accessing your ACB Braille and e-forums. The ACB e-forum may be accessed by email on the ACB website via download from the web page in Word, plain text, or Braille-ready file, or by phone at 605-475-8154. To subscribe to the email version, visit the ACB email lists page at www.acb.org. The ACB Braille Forum is available by mail in Braille, large print, half-speed four-track cassette tape, data CD, and via email. It is also available to read or download from ACB's webpage and by phone, 605-475-8154. Subscribe to the podcast versions from your second-generation Victor Reader stream or from www.acb.org slash bf slash